Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Samson Davis. Hey, Psauce, Michael here. Have you ever wondered what would happen if your bones were replaced with water? It's not a question anyone asks. Stace Babcock. Is this what happens when you plan what you're going to say? Marietta Jones. I'm happy to be here this evening. And Alex Finn. Like, I heard Arm and Hammer and my brain broke. I'm pretty sure I'm, that's one of my mishearings. And I'm just like, my brain's gone now. I hope you're happy. If anybody watches Vsauce videos on YouTube, that got a laugh from those people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one guy. <sighs> so, who remembers what happened last time? This time I am going to pick on Samson. Shit. So, the last time we got to the grove where the, uh, caravan went missing apparently the grove uh, sprung up like very suddenly and has impaled all the caravanners that were accompanying it still used a cipher asked some questions cha-cha killed a dude out of mercy but she still killed a dude and then with the questions we were able to find a giant tree with a hollow underneath it that we believed had the uh statues which are the objects that is the source of the grove and the thing we're trying to find. Before we got in there, though, we got attacked by this tentacle malamut, is what I wrote down. And rather than killing it, Cha-Cha befriends it. Well, Cha-Cha and X in tandem. So we befriend it, we find it's an X-Gen. It is trying to just bring bring friends to its home dimension, so it's not lonely. And they're now our friend. Now that we befriended it, it takes us through their dimension as a shortcut to the three statues, which we then deactivates, Dilly made a crap, built a cart, and then Atalia and Chacha, while Dilly was building the carts, went around and euthanized the rest of the bodies, and also saw a fucking bee demon coming our way. Like what? A beeman. Beeman, thank you, <laughs> yes. Point of order, did you say Dilly made a crap? I kind of fumbled the word cart. Dilly made a cart. Crapped a cart. Or often. Okay. Yeah. Because I was just like, did he just drop a deuce in the corner? And I was like, oh, and now I'm going to make a cart. Dilly's outside of the city. He doesn't have time for those people <laughs> rules anymore. We never stop to go to the bathroom. I haven't pooped in a month. Please, God, let me poop. <laughs> I'll only poop around toilets. He hasn't learned the, the squat yet. Oh, he's so constipated. Yeah, what do you mean? We stop every night, Dilly? <laughs> Put your ass over a fallen log. It doesn't count for pooping or pissing, unless there's a creature's mouth involved. Any hoozle. We start with Cha-Cha and Natalia at the edge of the grove. These bees buzzing and this huge figure that seems to be made of bees coming in your direction. So, point of order... Is this, like, aligned with Chacha's bee vision? Or is, was her vision just rando bees? Not these bees. Her vision was of a swarm of bees. She did, there's not... I don't know if there's really enough information from her vision to decide one way or the other. Uh, wow. That's a 12-foot-tall bee creature demon thing. That's 12 feet. That's... Seems to be walking your way. Are we leaving? Maybe we should I don't know. leave. I don't... I don't... I think we should leave. My only cipher tells me if someone's lying. I don't feel like that's going to be effective. Let's, uh, yeah, Italia's going to sidestep so that she's behind a tree and see if there's any way she could sneak away. Okay, so give me a stealth roll. Your stealth roll is going to be 15, but you are specialized. So you that is a 9 for you. 17. Italia blends into the trees. What is Cha-Cha doing in her bright red cape amongst these translucent trees? I forgot the trees are see her. <laughs> I guess Cha-Cha is also going to try and blend with the trees. Okay, so that'll be a stealth roll of 15. <laughs> Against all odds, 18. So I don't understand how Cha-Cha keeps being stinky in a bright red cloak, but she does. She does. Okay. 
that works out well because you got an 18. So even if I gave you an hindrance with a bright red cloak, it wouldn't matter. So you guys managed to hide, but this figure kind of comes over and you hear all this buzzing around you as these trees kind of... Can I scan it from behind the tree? Ooh. Okay. I'll... Let's do two things. Let's start with a stealth roll. It's not going to be difficult, but I just feel like we should start implementing some sort of like stealth check since your scan involves sort of a cloud of stuff. It does. It is like a cloud of black smoke. <laughs> yeah, so let's do... I'll give you some assets on it beyond what this thing's perception normally is. So we'll say it's a nine for your specialization, which brings it down to a three. Sixteen. Okay. So this will definitely be unseen. So your scan tells you a few things. So your scan, the, the rules of scan give you some mechanical information that's not easy to put in story form. This is a sort of artificially intelligent biomechanical being. It is level five. It is intelligent, and it does appear to be made of some sort of biomechanical mixture of honeycomb and bees, the bees that it seems to be following, tending, owning. It's unclear. It is also very clear to it that it is unable to speak in terms of sound. Okay. The other mechanical thing that your scan gives you that doesn't fit in story is that it can direct the bees to some degree, and it also has, but it doesn't necessarily have any armor, per se. Okay, but it can't converse. At least not verbally. Do I think it can hear? It definitely can perceive. Okay. Whether or not it'll understand what it hears, like, your skin won't tell you if it understands the language that you speak. Okay. I'll wait for it to hopefully pass before I share that information with Chacha. So it comes over to the edge of the trees, and you hear its feet. It's remarkably heavy for what's something that should be made of, essentially honeycomb. You hear the buzzing of bees, but you hear its steps, these deep, thunderous, like, and it's very close to the tree line now and where you're hiding. You think of, like, Lord of the Rings, like, when they're hiding underneath those that tree's roots when the ring wraith is there. It's so spooky. Yeah. It's very much that kind of feel as it kind of looks back and forth. And then it reaches out a hand and touches one of the branches, and a piece of that branch just falls off. And it pulls back, and there is an increased buzzing in the air before it begins slowly walking away the grove. Once it's, once I assume it's far enough away, I'll, like, whisper to Chacha, yeah, I don't think it can talk, but it's intelligent, and it's like those bee things are biomechanical, and they make it up. It's level five. It's not super weak. Um, so would a level five character, based on, like, Numenera standards, wipe out a tier one party? You have no idea. This is what you would know mechanically, is that a level 5 character is just a, it's a 15 difficulty for most things that you try to do. Okay. So. so we may not die, but we could! I mean, you don't necessarily have to attack him. Well, I'm not gonna at the moment, but... Yeah. <laughs> options. More data, the better, right? Uh, I'll just kind of look at Chacha. I don't know. Should we keep looking for the other bodies? I think we know what harvested the bodies. I think we found all four remaining bodies, and it might not be a great idea to see why it harvested the bodies. Oh, I'm game with that. We still have to figure out how the heck we get this cart out of here. By the way, because you guys have solved the puzzle of the grove, every one of you has an additional 2 XP. Yes! yes. What? Yeah. <laughs> Two XP. Oh man! Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> so unrelated, Daniel, would you consider unarmed attacks to be medium bashing attacks? Because <laughs> Nick's attacks are medium. 
In your case, yes, it would be. Okay. Since your needs no weapons, so your unarmed attacks are immediate attacks. If if Nyx was trained in unarmed attacks, would you say then that she is also trained in medium bashing attacks, or are they two different things? I think they're two different things. I'll tell you why I'm asking. Because for Tier 2 Glaives, you get to pick a new type of weapon to be trained in that you're not already trained in. But at Tier 2, needs no weapons gives you training in unarmed attacks. But I would medium bashing would include... Yeah, medium bashing would be more like if you wanted to grab a mace in that case. Not a mace, but um, Shillelagh. like a quarter staff or something like that. So it only applies when you're holding a weapon in your hand? Yeah. Oh, well, forget that then. I'm not sure if there's a specific caveat in the rule, but I'm not big on applying a skill, like two skills to the same thing. Like, I'm fine if you've got two assets to apply on top of your skills, and then if you want to apply efforts on top of that, but I'm not big on, like, two skills applying to the same thing. And it wouldn't combine to be specialized? No, I'm not big on that. Okay. That, oh, that's fine. Because then you get into the thing where people can, like, try to, like, well, I'm just going to create a broad skill that covers a bunch of things so I can double it up. Oh, yeah, no, no worries. I'll just do medium range to that. That's not a problem. Mm-hmm. So that was um, Italia and Chacha. Dilly and Nyx, you guys have finished off this very pretty translucent cart. You haven't quite solved for what's going to pull it yet. Uh-huh. Dilly, if you had an IO, you could probably build something that was a bit more automated to move forward, but it would take more time. Yeah. I guesstimate roughly how long that would take. It would probably be 10 days if you had IO. Yep. Yeah, all right. That looks pretty good. Next, thank you. This is great. I feel so much better, actually. I'm like building something after so long. Whew. Where are the other two? Uh, they w- they went looking for the other bodies. They said Dilly, so. Oh, right. All right. We just like, They're dead now. <laughs> How long have they been gone? Canonically, it took you guys about 10 to 12 hours. Okay. They're not back yet. Yeah, we should definitely find them, I think. Like... They're probably dead. Although, honestly, anything they meet ought to be scared of them. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't want to like just like leave the statues here. Although um, they're fine until well, they were buried until recently. Uh, should we try to bring the cart with us? No, I think that if we had to redo all this, that would be fine. But we can't like replace Chacha and Natalia. Oh, so sweet. Okay, but. So if someone steals the statues, we can just get them back. But we should go find Josh and Natalia. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, all right. So you guys are leaving the cart behind? I mean... When you ask it like that... If, yeah, jeez. I'm just asking for clarification. Yeah, but yeah, why? Uh-huh. <laughs> Show us the mind map, Dan. <laughs> are we on the green path or the red path? Those just deal with storylines, not whether it's good or bad. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sure. How big is this sure. cart? I mean, it's carrying three statues and presumably somebody to sit on it. Or a couple of people to sit on it. Are the statues human size? In terms of height? Yeah. They're roughly human size, but with crap faces. You must know you're on the green path in the mind map. <laughs> it's, that covers quite a bit. So you're saying that in the 10 to 12 hours, they built the cart and stowed the statues? You got the statues up there with the help of your little extra-dimensional friend. Oh, okay. The cart was the time-consuming part to build, because it wasn't something that you were just, like, magically transporting it. You were actually building something to hold them. Okay, yeah, so Nyx wouldn't leave it behind in the cart, so I thought they are still separated. So, uh, what kind of um, harness situation do we have here, Dilly? Um, I... That is totally up to Dilly. Have a rope that I can tie around you <laughs> and tie around the cart. I didn't really think this far. No, it's it's <laughs> it's fine, Dilly. Just give me the rope, like. All right, not a nice rope. It's kind of like partially like river reeds and then trash. Like it's he, this is a rope he had to made. He had to make. Uh, yeah, all right, dude. Like, you hang on to that, and I'll use my rope. What's wrong with my rope? Yeah, Dilly, it's a terrible rope. It's not terrible. It's 
I can tell sound. you worked. I can tell you worked hard on it, man. I sorry, but like, thank you. Yes. All right, fine. Buddy. But each one of you had rope in your explorer's pack. Well, that yeah, that's the that's the rope. <laughs> so yeah, Nix will lash together a decent harness and affix it to the cart. And if I need to roll for how good that is, then I would like to use competent outlook for Nix to be trained in. It'll work. Okay. It'll work. And can be like easily untied. Okay. Those slip knots, man. Sure. Like, less than an action. Like, as part of an action. <laughs> no, to untie from it is going to be an action, no matter what you do, if it's going to be in any way sturdy. God damn it, Nyx is tied to a cart. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is life now. Nyx takes a step. Sees how it goes. It's slow going if you're trying to drag the statues behind you, but it works. Like, you'll move slower than usual, but... You could drag the cart. And she's not struggling. Right. She's not struggling. It's just this slower going. Dilly, is this your... Do you like this pace, Dilly? I, I, yeah, it's great. Thing. Yeah. Don't you know like what? Maybe you should just hop on. This is like Dilly's normal walk. <laughs> <laughs> I, are you sure? I can... All right. <laughs> so we'll hop on. And while we're going, Dilly's going to keep an eye out for Natalia and Chacha while Nyx goes. Okay. There she goes. Okay. So, Yeah. Natalia and Cha-Cha, the hive man, has begun walking away. And then you hear this creaking sound of wheels behind you. I'll turn around and find the source of the creaking wheels. You see Nick's pulling a cart with Dilly (laughs) sitting on the cart. Very clearly, unnecessarily, just slowing Nick's down. (laughs) Come on, my dude. I know you don't want to run, but you can at least walk, right? Nick said it was fine. With the statues inside, I guess at this point I'm going to offer Cha-Cha an XP. (laughs) Take it. Hey, who will you give the other XP to? Okay, so everybody's at tier two? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't tiered up technically, but yes, I have enough XP for it. Well, like, you can. Comfortably. Oh, no, I'll let Nyx die before I let her not tear up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have, uh, I'm tier two plus two XP now, so I'm fine. Are you sitting, Samson? I'm at five XP and waiting for a good time to tear up, so I'm... Okay, then I'm gonna give it to Nick, so you have an extra. You're my goddamn hero. Listen, we can't have you be this awesome snake and then die. That's not how life gets to work. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. So, Cha-Cha, you see some of these bees that honestly remind you a little bit of the horrors in the sense that they are half-phased, heading back in your guys' direction in the sound of the squeaking. They are heading your way, and as they approach, you see them shift out of phase, and they almost disappear, although you can still see them. And, Cha-Cha, I need you to make a... Nine intellect defense roll. Oh, man. As one of them, in their face, thing flies into your head and attempts to control your brain. Oh, God, that's horrible. Oh, fuck. Chacha got, like, a nat 20. I'm like, is this a good time to level up because something tried to mess with Chacha's brain? So it goes on autopilot and now she has mind-reading powers? Could be. Could be. Let's do that. I mean, that's a good use of that. Mm Mm-hmm. So what is the major effect that comes out of that? Would it be too much to be like, Chacha psychically pushes the bees away? No. I think with a major effect, you could totally do that. Yeah, you push them out of your brain. Yay. No more brain. But now it'll be initiative time. Because Dilly and Nick's decided to bring the cart. <laughs> this is all Mama Jaren's fault. I can't be held responsible for Samson's decisions. <laughs> Wow, way to just take you by the scruff of the neck and toss me beneath the bus. Hey, gotta get that arm workout somehow. I got an 11. Oh, we're rolling for initiative. <laughs> I got a 14. 15. Okay. What about Marietta? Three. Oh, geez. Awesome. Okay, so first up is Nyx. You can see these, like, strange, like, phasing beads. Coming at Cha-Cha, they kind of go into a Cha-Cha and get pushed out. 
And in the distance, you can see the hive man kind of stop in his away, far, his like walking away motion. He doesn't turn his head yet, but he definitely stops. What does Nyx do? Nyx is going to unattach herself from the cart. Okay, that's probably a good choice. Next up is Cha-Cha. You are surrounded by three of these uh, partially phased bees. Oh, Cha-Cha gonna shoot a bee mm -hmm. with the pew-pew gun. Okay, so that will bring it down to a six. They're phased, though, so it'll bring it back up to a nine. So go ahead. Got a 14. Okay, so you hit it. And it does not. Those bees, they're kind of like a little swarm, so they don't like that. Well, they should have thought about that before messing the cha-cha. <laughs> okay, so next up is Dilly. Dilly's going to hop off the card and just be like, is, are, is everything good? Are we fine? <laughs> What's happening? Are we good? And that's, I think that's, I don't think Dilly, Dilly's okay. really caught on that this is a fight. Just that something's happening. Okay, so next up is these phase bees. Having not had any luck with Chacha, they're going to go over to Italia. Italia, please make a nine intellect defense. That's an eight. Oh, no. Okay. Italia, please make a physical onslaught against Chacha. Can I, like, roll to dodge since it's physical? Yeah, this is going to be a contested. So, Talia, go ahead and roll your attack. I got a seven. Okay. So, Cha-Cha, roll your roll speed defense. If you've got anything in speed defense, you can add a plus three, or you could spend speed to get that extra. I just have to beat three. a seven? Yep. Well, I got a 17, so. Okay. You dodge the physical onslaught that comes from Italia. Okay. Next up is Italia. Italia, if you want to do anything, you're going to have to spend your action making an intellect defense roll. Yes. Okay, so be denied. 14. Okay, you managed to push the bees out of your brain. Next up is Nyx. Nyx got any bees in her brain? No, Nyx does not have any bees in her brain, but the hive man has started to turn around. He is a long distance away. And there's some sort of, like, visible... Like, Nyx can see the bees attacking everyone else? Yes. Okay. So, well, since he's long distance, or it's long distance, she's going to sling. She's going to use her sling and... Against the hive man or against the bees that are attacking people? The hive man. Okay. So that is going to be a 15. Okay. It's speed, so I'll expend a... Is your sling long distance or short distance? I have medium comma long range written on my character sheet. Okay, so that's fine. I'll do one effort. You said it's a 15? Mm-hmm. I'll do two efforts to hit. Okay. Brings it down to a nine, and that'll cost you five before your edge. All right. 19. Wow. Do you want a minor effect, or do you want the extra damage? Oh, in this case, wow. Break with tradition, but... I'd like the minor effect of, ooh, if this is minor, if it's clear that attacking the hive man also, like, would, if, if the hive man dies, would the bees die that are attacking separate from? You don't think it's that kind of connection, so. So the bees survive. You could do something specifically to hinder him or something like that, but. Oh, I'm, I meant finding that out as the minor effect. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would say that it's clear that the bees aren't hurt by the damage that you're doing to him. He is a separate entity from the bees themselves. Got it. Although he seems to have some authority over them. Okay. Nixwood could shout. Shout this out. Okay. So the bee man is going to advance back towards you guys. He is now a short distance away. Next up is... Cha-cha. So there's the bee man, and we have three bees. Yeah, that are effectively operating like a little bit of a, a swarm. So they attacked you, you pushed them off, they attacked Italia, they made Italia attack you, and Italia managed to push them out. Okay, I think Cha-cha's gonna go keep going after this bee swarm with her gun. Okay, so that is going to be a nine to hit. 
18. Okay, so that's plus two damage. So you managed to destroy these swarm of bees. Like, they're gone. Yeah. Fuck them bees. Which some of you notice the hive man looks very upset about. And now it goes to Dilly. All right. Dilly, realizing that this is a fight fight, will pull out the flame hand cipher. Ooh. And step out a little bit and aim it at advancing B-Boy. Does have a short range distance. Okay, cool. So, and what level was it? It is a level three cipher. Okay. So you're firing flame at it? I'm firing the flame. I... This is ongoing. I don't think it's ongoing. Spray the stream around to affect multiple targets that are next to each other in range. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just one-time thing. So, okay. Now it goes to Italia. Okay, so I would like to attempt to use my new ability on the same creatures that Dilly just attacked, which is Flash. And so since Italia is so light sensitive, in my mind when she casts this, she closes her eyes as it like goes off. And so that's how she negates the Flash for herself is because she... Mm, okay. Yeah, okay. So you create an explosion of energy at a point within close range, affecting an area up to immediate range from that point. You must be able to see the location where you intend to center the explosion. The blast inflicts two points of damage to all creatures or objects within the area. Because this is an area attack, adding effort to increase your damage works differently than it does for single target attacks. You apply a level of effort to increase damage at two points of damage for each target, and even if you fail your attack roll, all targets in the area still take one point of damage. Action. Ooh, that was fun. So if they're not dead, I'm going to, hopefully with that dude in it, have my flash go off. And I will put a level of effort in it to have additional damage. Okay, sounds cool. So it is a 15 to hit. Okay. Actually, can I use two levels of effort and do one for damage and one to ease? Yes, you can. And that's a 19. Wow. Yes. Okay, so do you want the extra damage from the 19, or do you want a I think back? the extra damage. Okay. So, let me go through this in my head. So, you've got Flash, which does two. Then you're spending effort, so that's a plus two in this particular case. Yes. Right? So, it's add two points of damage for each target, yeah. Okay. And then you get plus three for the 19. So, we're talking seven damage. The Hive Man does not look happy. It is uh, Nyx's turn. How close is the Hive Man at this point? He is still at short range. He would be in immediate range on his next turn, which is after yours. Okay, no worries. Uh, swing again. Okay. Um. So it's a 15 to hit, unless you're spinning effort. Yeah, same thing, two levels. Okay, brings it down to a nine. A six. Okay, so you miss. It is the Hive Man's turn. He is now within immediate range. There is a swarm of bees in his body that automatically defends him. So, first of all, just by being within range of him, all of you are going to take one point of damage in your ring arm. Yay. Is that might damage? Oh, no. Yes. Oh, my, my most plethora of pools. And he is going to swing at Italia with his arm. Bye, guys. It's nice knowing you. <laughs> Talia, please make a 15 speed defense roll. That dice says 7. Okay. Okay, so you will take 5 damage as he swipes at you with his arm. And 5 my damage? Yeah. Uh, Feels good. Feel invigorated. Slightly mm-hmm. wobbly. Mm-hmm. Next up is Cha-Cha. I guess Chacha is going to mentally onslaught the B-Man. Okay. So that'll be 15 to hit. 20 bitches. Wow. Extra damage or major effect? I mean, unless the major effect is that the bees can't hurt us. I would say it's a major effect you could. I mean, it is an intelligent creature, so the major effect could be that he retreats in this particular case, or that he wants to retreat. Okay, so, like, as a party, are we feeling okay with leaving this bee person to just kind of wander the woods? This bee person of whom you know nothing about? Yes. 
For all we know, he could be, they could be, you know, just chilling on their afternoon errands. And we kind of were just like, fuck you. Or they could be concerned about the ecosystem. And we just killed a grove of trees. I did tell you that it was intelligent, but probably unable to speak. So do we want it to just get the fuck out and be like, nope, it wants to be gone? I mean, it is sort of coming at us at this point. Okay, I think for the major effect, we're going with the B person now wants to retreat. Okay, cool. It is not its turn yet. It just attacked Talia, right? Mm-hmm. All right, then I guess Dilia will respond to that with by making a illusory duplicate of Talia. So give me an intellect roll to see how well you do this. It'll be, uh, target is going to be a 15. 18. It is a very convincing duplicate. Hell yeah. Italia, you see a complete copy of yourself just a little bit away. I'm slightly creeped out, but also really turned out at the same time. <laughs> all right. As we all are. <laughs> Writing that one down. <laughs> and it is now Italia's turn. Uh, I guess Atalia will attempt to flash again if it won't hit us. So it's an immediate range of you. So if you're going to include it in the blast, it's going to hit every one of you. Okay. Mm, I guess I'll just physically onslaught it. Okay. So it's a 15 to hit. Okay. And I will double effort that. Guys, I'm going to have to rest. To hit? Soon. Or are you splitting it? I'll split it. Okay. Eleven. So that physical onslaught misses. It is now Nix's turn. Okay, so we've established this guy is hostile, or at least now hostile. Yes. Cha-Cha technically probably has him ready to retreat, but he hasn't had a chance to display that yet. So Nix would not know that. Yeah, so, yeah, Nix would, uh, immediate range now? It's in immediate range, Yeah, Nix would punch. Okay, so it's a 15. That says might this time, so I'll do two might efforts. Mm-hmm. That 20. Nice. Hell yeah. Extra damage or major effect? Major effect of not killing it, if I'm going to kill it, you know, with all that. But I want to daze it. Ooh, okay. So that there's a chance that we could possibly not kill it. Okay, cool. Yeah, you manage to hit it very hard. Like, it falls to the ground, and it begins trying to crawl away from you guys. Aww. All right. And that's what it's doing its turn, is it's crawling away from you guys towards the next hill, like, towards the next area of foothills. Well? Next will... Like, are we still in initiative order? I will say this. You guys could stay in initiative order if you wanted, or you could treat it as out of... It is, its intention is to retreat. If you want to pursue it to try to bring it down, if your intention is to continue to pursue it to do more damage, that kind of thing, you would stay in initiative order. If your goal is to just basically let it run away, then you could leave initiative. Not let it run away, but Nyx wants to figure out what it wants with the statues. Does it want the statues or doesn't want human people to harvest? Yeah. Well, I feel like it's related, right? Because it's harvesting from the tree which was made by the statue true so yeah so if, if we need to stay in initiative it's too bad you guys don't have a way to telepathically link to it i guess cha-cha is going to mind meld with the granger do we have another one no cha-cha teared up uh she has a new ability oh you teared up yeah she can detect surface thoughts if she engages mind reading Okay, so by doing that, you get from the creature, you can hear it thinking to itself in a language that's unfamiliar, but you understand it all the same. Must tend to the hive. I think it's just trying to, like, make the bees happy. I don't think it's actually trying to kill us. Experiment 7 star 4, not complete. Must tend hive. Must record results. But it is experimenting on something. So... Are we following it? Do we think it's nefarious? We should probably follow it and we'll find the dead bodies. Nick saddles up. (laughs) (laughs) You guys taking the cart with you? 
do this. What? Well, wait, why? If it's done, then let's go. Let's finish. We don't need to follow this guy. But what about the dead bodies? What about them? Why did it want them? You said it was to... You said that he said that it was to tend the hive? It was also experimenting, so maybe... Maybe it... I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we have enough on our plate at the moment. We don't need to get involved with this one. That's just my opinion, though. I, I mean, six people did die related to this whole situation, Dilly. I, I think it might be worth... Well, that was because of the grove, and it just looks like this is a scavenger that just took advantage of this. It's the experiments part that concerns me. Don't you think that would mean that, like... They might still be alive. Maybe. I... And half our job is trying to find them if they're still alive. Do you think this thing could have kept it alive after it removed the bodies from the tree? Because the trees were the thing that were keeping it, keeping them alive. Chacha, can you ask it like how it gets its experiment subjects? No, I can, I can only just hear it. Oh. Chacha, at this point, I will offer you an XP. Of course you hear another thought in it that's a little bit more structured, and it says, it says experiment designee Stannis still incomplete. Oh, 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 we we have to follow it. It's got that guy's friend. The guy's friend that was supposed to be somewhere else? Yeah. Forgot to ask, who will you give the other XP to? Oh, yeah. Let's go with Italia. Thank you. Yeah, we, we, we do have to follow. Yeah, Stannis was the other person. It's interesting that Stannis wound up all the way here, though, because from the information that the dude gave us, or Salah gave us, whatever the heck's name was, was that they were not in here, in a different area, if I recall. They are a bit north when they disappeared, but... Mm-hmm. Okay, well, here we go. Are we leaving the cart? I don't. I feel like we should not bring the cart with us. It might be a little loud. Meanwhile, the hive man is kind of, like, dragging himself along the ground. Honey blood gushing. We do kind of need to follow him back, though, because I don't know where he's going. I mean, like, I'm saying we could just, like, kill him, but, like, perhaps follow to the source and then kill him, you know? Atalia, could you, like, sneaky scout? Oh, hell yeah! Do you want me to sneak ahead? Not ahead, well, kind of, yeah, and then just come back and get us, because I don't know about the statues. But not too far ahead, Italia, you know. Oh, don't you worry, and Italia will dramatically, like, duck behind a tree or foliage, something to, like, sort of obscure herself and then stealth away. Okay, so give me a stealth roll of 15, you're specialized, so it is a 9. That's an 18. Okay. Italia and Jeski basically disappear as soon as they go behind this hedge. So if you imagine it, like, Italia says her, saying, like, oh, don't you worry. And she steps behind a hedge, and she is gone from your perspective, both she and Jeski. She has disappeared. All right. Italia, since you are going ahead with Jeski, you guys follow the hive man as it drags themselves over these hills and up to a massive hive installation. By massive, I mean a hive the size of what we would think of as like a five-story building. Holy shit. And it drags itself up and leans itself against the hive, and all these other worker bees seem to come down and start repairing the hive man. And you see a tunnel nearby that's large enough that could easily accommodate this 12-foot hydman leading into the rocky hills next to the hive. Great. Don't rush ahead. This would be pissed. I'm gonna back it on up! (laughs) And head back to the party and be like, well, I have bad news and more news. What you got? So there's a giant hive it's, like, massive, and then when the bee man approached, a bunch of other bees came out and healed the bee man, and there's a tunnel. It was, like, five stories tall. It was massive. Shit. Dang. How far away is it? Oh, uh, it was, like, five minutes from here. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't far at all. It's, like, around the corner, unfortunately. <laughs> the bee creature did not immediately turn tail and come after us, though, after it was healed, so... 
Yeah, when you left, the bees were still trying to patch it up. So we could go try to ambush him now. I don't know. Was was he the only hive man? I didn't see any other hive men. I just saw a bunch of bees. There were no hive boys that you saw. (laughs) (laughs) The way you said that, Marietta, I was just like, is this going to be like a sexism lecture? (laughs) Surprise! I don't know about men, but... There were bees! Good times. Good times, good times. Um, yeah, it was horrifying. Reminded me a little bit of a Xena Warrior Princess episode I've seen. So what do we do if we just walk in? I feel like that, no. We could try to sneak in or just be like, ha, and like, go for it. But it was a pretty big place and there were a lot of bees. Not that a bee by itself is much of an issue, but. A lot of bees. Yeah, I did sort of see a tunnel thing that it could have fit in that I imagine maybe that's where Stannis bro is. Stannis pal. We could do... Or any of its other experiments. We could try and sneak in. Sans guard. All of us? Actually, could we call our X-Gen pal and Dimension Door in? I don't know if we have those communication skills. I think it's more on their terms. Oh, right. Okay. I, well, I, I don't know what to do. Can we sneak past bees? Is that a thing we can do? You can try anything. Let's sneak past bees. In their territory. Okay, yeah, sure. I'll... I'm actually with Italia on this one, you guys. Do we fight the bees? I think that we just don't fuck with the bees, guys. The person that Salah was looking for is in there, though. Right? Yeah. Could be. Oh. Because she read the name in the surface thoughts. <sighs> yeah, what, uh, whatever you guys want to do, it's fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> Are you doing okay, Nyx? Did you eat some bad berries in there or what? I gotta admit, uh, I'm a little tired. What time of day is it? I would say it's getting close to night now. Are bees active at night? could light a fire and smoke the bees. We could try smoking them. That is an idea. Actually, yeah. We, let's try what dimensional smoke is. <laughs> so this image of you guys like trying to get high on bongs full of bees. <laughs> <laughs> that is us. What do you guys want to do? Look, I'm not about to be the decision maker for this because the last three times I've just tried to do the thing and that hasn't gone well. So I'm here to do what the party wants. I just don't know what that is. I say we... Let's grab some extra-dimensional wood, set it on fire, and just try to see if we can smoke our way through. I don't know. This is the first time I've had to deal with this. So. That seems like a plan. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It sounds like the best plan we're going to come up with for a five-story beehive. So. Hmm. Okay. So you guys are going to try to smoke the bees with a translucent extra-dimensional wood. Okay? Nix knows a lot about bugs, so she's... She, I would like to use confident outlook and have Nick's trained in entomology is the bug one. Didn't you already use confident outlook? Oh yeah, but it comes back every time we make a recovery roll, Daniel. When did you make a recovery roll? During the sometime in the cart time. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's fine. So I would say then give me a six. Oh my god. No, it's just me trying to get a D6. Guys, don't read anything into that. Oh my, I don't need a D6. I need a D20. Guys, we're fine. We're fine. <laughs> I already had the right die out. What am I doing? Okay, that's a seven. Okay. The hive man may or may not be aware of what you guys are doing, but the bees stay out of your way as you go down this tunnel. So we just like lit some extra dimensional trees, tree branches. We've got tree torches. Yes. Yeah. In fact, it seems to be working fairly well because the bees that are sort of ghostly bees, the kind of half phase, seem to be affected by the smoke as well. It's different kinds of bees in there. Well, I think some are partially in and out of phase. And so you guys make your way down this tunnel and go a little ways. And you're not in the hive hive. You're in the tunnels around live by and it doesn't take you long before you come across a gigantic control room with huge Numenera devices, some of them at least two stories tall, 
that have flickering lights running through them. And you see a chamber that seems to be mostly like, for lack of a better word, detritus, and there are two bodies in there. But up against a wall connected to these machines, you see the figure of a woman there with energy running through her. And there is a designation there that I would say is going to be a gimme for both Cha-Cha and Italia to recognize. And that is that presumably this is Stannis. Attach the machine. And when she sees you all walk in, she opens her mouth in a silent scream. And that's where we'll end this episode. Well, okay. Oh, listeners, we're sorry we're giving your nightmares. We're sorry. Hollywood from, oh my gosh, all the new Monera to, oh, okay, maybe, maybe not so exciting. And Alex is full of shit. I'm not sorry at all. <laughs> <laughs> Samson, Dilly, something that Dilly did this episode stuck out to you. Dilly do anything this episode? Dilly built a cart. That was the last episode. That last episode? <laughs> the cart The smoko idea was pretty good. Yeah. Well, that was, um... Alex's idea. Oh, well. <laughs> okay, if you don't feel something about Dilly, what's something that stood out to you as a player from this episode, Samson? Something that got you excited about the story? Cha-Cha tearing up in a way that made sense with the story was super cool to see. Mm-hmm. But coming in and... That was this episode where am I? Yeah, okay, that was this episode. <laughs> that was cool. I like this whole Mercy train run. That's fun. We're trying mercy. (laughs) For once. Very cool. So we have a segment we do each week called Player Intrusions, where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you would absolutely dig. This week, it is Samson's turn. Samson, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out? All right. So I'm going to talk about music this week. And since I don't really have a whole lot of words to say about music, because I'm not, I like I like what I like, and that's all I can really say about it. So I have two artists that I feel that you should listen to. First one is a uh, electronic group called Magic Sword. They're a techno group. I, I would describe their sound as that portion of like the 70s, where when you'd watch like a fantasy movie, wizards fighting dragons and all that, synth is just playing in the background, and it's very just like, mm-hmm. I, it's not what I expected. So I would describe... That's kind of the sound they're going for. It's kind of techno-y, but also very, like, fantasy-based. Right, right. So more like, almost like, 80s epic fantasy movie soundtrack? Yeah, yeah. Like, late 70s, early 80s, I think. Yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, Second band I recommend is one called Thank You, Scientist. Simply put, they are what would happen if you merge Coheed and Cambria and Big Band Jazz and it shouldn't work, but it does. Uh, they have a few albums out. I recommend listening to Stranger Heads Prevail. That was the one I listened to that like convinced me, like, okay, yeah, these guys are good. Okay. Cool. Super weird, but super great. I downloaded Magic Sword because I saw your recommendation. I hadn't listened to it yet because I wanted to hear your pitch, but I'll check out Thank You, Scientist. And... Tunes. Very cool. If people wanted to reach out to us to tell us what they think about the podcast or to tell us about what they think of Magic Sword or Thank You Scientist, how would they do that, Marietta? Well, if they were smart, they would start out by going to our website, which is explorerswanted.fm, and then from there they can see all the links to things like Twitter, where we're at Explorers Wanted, or Instagram, where we're Explorers Wanted Podcast, or Facebook, where we're also Explorers Wanted Podcast. And then, if they really want to hang out with us, they should hop on the Discord, come hang out with us. We're the Explorers Wanted Podcast Discord. And we also have Patreon, which is the most like concrete way to support us if you are able to. It would allow us to do more things in the future and helps us keep the lights on here, which is important for production. Yeah, if you're able to do that, that would be really helpful, and we appreciate it. Awesome. Yeah. Obviously, if you don't have the financial means to support us through Patreon, we totally get it. And honestly, at this stage in our podcast life, the most important thing, the best thing you could do for us if you enjoyed the podcast is to tell a friend and tell them what you liked about the podcast and 
why they should listen to it. The second best thing you could do is to leave us a five-star rating and review on a podcast directory, like iTunes, Podchaser, Stitcher. Those are the ones that really kind of make the most impact for us in terms of attracting new listeners. So especially a written review explaining what you liked about it makes a huge difference, and we'd be so grateful. If you didn't like the podcast, if you just thought it was meh, well, I've got some good news for you. I guess it means that you're one of those with the gift. If you haven't yet experienced your gift, let me give you a quick guide. First, get a white noise recording, an app, or even a white noise machine, like a, one of those standalone machines. You definitely want white noise, so ignore those settings for brown or pink noise. Close your eyes and listen carefully. Focus on nothing but the noise. It will take time, but eventually you'll begin to make out patterns in the noise that are incongruent with the rest of it. They may even sound like voices calling from far away. Now at this point, if you want to turn away, you can. I won't judge you for it. I won't think any less of you. But at the same point, you will not find your gift that way. But if you want to walk away at that point, you can. But if you do want to find your gift, listen closely to those calls. Eventually, you'll hear more detail. Maybe you'll even hear a voice that sounds familiar to you. Maybe it'll even be clear who that voice is. Or perhaps more specifically, who the voice was. Now at that point, it's too late to make any other choices. Your gift is here. and There's no turning it off. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can reach me on Twitter at Anderlich. A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You can tell me what Nick should have did instead on Twitter at Stace Windu. You can smoke an extra-dimensional piece of wood with me at Slam Potato. Not legal in all 50 states. <laughs> oh. Not possible in all three states matter. Oh. <laughs> you can tell me what the extra-dimensional bees did to your brain at Realty Unicorn. And you can tell me what you think Atalia should have done at I'm on a hike on Twitter. Thank you all for listening. Have a good night, day, or whatever when you're listening to this. Bye! Bye.